name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Every morning I pray for you and everyone at St. Paul's. Every morning I pray that God will bless you and build you up in faith, love, generosity, and service. This is my prayer for you every day because I think it pretty much covers all the bases. God's blessings on you, of course, faith, faith in God, faith that God is always with you, faith that God works in you and through you, and faith that with God, all things are possible. Love, love for God, love for yourself, love for your neighbor, love that includes forgiveness, patience, and kindness. Generosity, generosity that recognizes that all that you are and all that you have is a gift from God. Generosity that recognizes how blessed you are and how much you have in comparison to the vast majority of people on our planet. And service, being a disciple of Jesus who asks you to serve those in need, to clothe the naked, hung, feed the hungry, welcome the stranger, proclaim the good news by word and example, strive for justice and peace and respect the dignity of every human being. It's a tall order. It's not easy. Not easy for you, it's not easy for me. No wonder the apostles cried out to Jesus, increase our faith. This is a time of year that I always need a boost in my faith. A time when I really do need to ask Jesus to increase my faith. This is the Sunday that we launch our annual stewardship campaign. It's when we begin the process of asking everyone in the congregation to pledge for the coming year. Many of you know we rely on the congregation for about 90% of our income to fund our mission and ministries. We begin every year essentially at zero and getting to our goal, $700,000 this year, always looks like a very high mountain to climb. And every year, by the grace of God and your generosity and the generosity of your fellow givers, we achieve our goal and continue to be a church that thrives, not just survives. I'm sure you're aware about the demise of mainline Christian denominations in our country. Many churches are shadows of their former selves, barely hanging, down, hanging in there or closing their doors. Even the Roman Catholic Church 
is on hard times right here in Pittsburgh. Thanks be to God, St. Paul's is bucking the trend. We're thriving and growing. Just think of all that we are doing here and all that we can do. We have the largest children and youth program in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. Our annual mission trip to McDowell County is full of our kids and their friends who they invite to go with them. And other parishes are beginning to join in. This coming summer, we may have so many youth and adults who want to go from St. Paul's, from the neighborhood, and from other parishes in our diocese that we may have two trips, not just one. Good luck with that, Mr. B. And we're working with our colleagues in McDowell County to help people in this poorest county in the state of West Virginia, including the recent baby shower that you supported so generously. Every week, we invite, welcome, and connect people into our community and feed them with wonderful worship, spectacular music, pastoral care, fellowship, and Christian education and formation for people of all ages. For the first time in years, we're providing two adult programs on Sunday morning and two adult programs on Wednesday evenings. Education for ministry, sometimes described as a bit like going to seminary by correspondence school, is back with 12 participants. We take our worship regularly to the people of Friendship Village and Providence Point. We feed hungry people in the South Hills and Pittsburgh through our supportive food pantries, cooking for Shepherd's Heart in the severe emergency weather shelter, and through our own produce garden. We help people in need through our many outreach ministries, going as far as Uganda with our individual and congregational support of the orphans served at the Blessed Mustard Seed Babies Home in Hoima. And our purchase of Ugandan gold coffee helps provide good jobs and clean drinking water. And we are working to respond to the human catastrophe of the international refugee crisis. We're exploring how we might sponsor a refugee family and do the work of Jesus Christ in the world, one child, one family at a time. And if we're successful, we can serve as a model and encourage and help other parishes and faith communities to do the same. You know, of course, that we are in a time of transition here at St. Paul's. The search for a new rector is underway. And I look forward to retiring sometime in the coming year once a new rector has been identified. Often, church transitions are a time for hunkering down, for waiting for the new person to arrive, and certainly not taking on new initiatives. Well, not St. Paul's. With tremendous faith and vision, your vestry, the parish governing body, has decided to conduct a capital campaign to raise at least 
$500,000 over the next three years, which we also publicly launched this morning. Wrapped together with our annual stewardship campaign, the theme is getting our house ready, moving our mission forward. This is a bold sign of moving out in faith. It would be a wonderful gift to your new rector and an opportunity to be good stewards of God's creation. The focus of our capital campaign is going green, reducing our carbon footprint and lowering our utility bills. Perhaps the highlight is putting solar panels on the flat roof of the education wing. We'll also replace the rest of our inefficient windows, upgrade old air conditioning systems, and replace the lights here and in other parts of the church with efficient LED lighting. Between these changes and changes already underway, we should be able to cut our electricity consumption virtually in half. Other capital campaign projects to improve our campus will allow us to become even more inviting and welcoming so that our parish can continue to grow and thrive. And savings from greater energy and efficiency can be reinvested in ministry and mission at St. Paul's and the community and beyond. I invite all of you to join with me in making a generous pledge to the capital campaign. The stewardship campaign covers all the bases of our mission and ministry, of course. This year's goal of $700,000 is a little higher than usual as we will need to cover one-time costs of relocating the new rector and who will also likely have higher health insurance costs since mine are provided in part through my federal retirement benefits. And we'll also be blessed to have Garrett with us on a three-quarter time basis for the entire year, not just part of the year, as was the case last year. And I hope you will join me in increasing your pledge to the operating budget so that our new rector will have a robust budget for mission and ministry. It's a tall order. Our financial goals for getting our house ready, moving our mission forward, are challenging. There's no doubt we need to ask Jesus to increase our faith. Jesus tells us in this morning's gospel about the power of faith. Even the size of a mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds, can work miracles. In Luke's version that we heard this morning, he tells us that the faith, faith the size of a single mustard seed can cause the mulberry tree with its mighty root system to be uprooted and planted in the sea, a seeming impossibility. In Matthew's gospel, his version, I actually prefer, Jesus tells us that this faith has the power to move mountains. Yes, we have, through the grace of God, the power to move mountains. 
We have the power to thrive. We have the power to help people in need here and around the world. We have the power to be good stewards of God's creation. And we have the power to change lives. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Amen.